So we are gonna, this is gonna really be very interesting. Um, it's more gonna be not so halacha for us as much as just giving insight into how the post can deal with a really, really difficult, difficult issue. Um, it's not a new issue. We're gonna be seeing chuvas from way, way back um, on how we relate to a married couple that didn't marry al pi halacha. What's their status vis-a-vis a get? That's basically going to be the issue. So let's start. If you you ha- I hope everybody has the documents that I sent because I'm going to start with opening Rav Moshe's tshuva. I tell me if I need to share the screen or if everybody has the document because we want to start with the second tshuva that he has. Uh, the, the whole document is 13 pages of Rav Moshe, and we're going to start on page three on page four. Page four is Evan Ezer Chelak Aleph Simon Ayin Hey. I want to just read the Shaila just so we'll see what the issue is, what the issue is, and then we're going to start and we're going to see two two Gemaras that really outline the main issues that are going to be confronting us throughout the whole discussion. So, does everybody have the document open, or do yeah. I need to screen? Uh, I got working on it. Working on it. The phone. Okay, is- I sent it on the chat. It's the remotion. There's like four documents. This one is called Igrot Moshe Eben Ha'ezer. Uh, it's, the phone is working on it. Okay, and it's page four, in the middle of page four. No, no, no. Page four is Shut Igros Moshe Eben Ha'ezer Chelik Aleph Simon Ayin Hey. Oh, maybe you guys have different page numbers than me. I thought that I sent it. Oh, I, I opened up. Uh, Evan Ezer on reform and conservative marriage. Correct. Page four by me. Uh, How, what's the first words on page four? Bumparam. The Gemara Eno Beget. Excellent. That's it. You got it. So go down a paragraph and you'll see Shut Igrot Moshe Evan Ezer Chelik Aleph Simon Ayan Hey. Correct. Okay. Everybody with me on that? So I can just read. I want to just read the question so we'll understand what the question is. And then we're going to open up some Gemaras. Yeah, I got it. It's, it's okay. It's unfortunately a, 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 a this is a little more complicated than some of the other stories we're going to have, but that's good. Meaning she had a civil marriage. She only had a civil marriage. How do I know it's page four for crying out loud? Well, it's again, it, it's the Shul Igros Moshe Evan Ezra. It's the second tshuva of the Rav Moshe, of the Rav Moshe piece. Let's put it this way, Daniel. There's there's 13 pages. It's the fourth page. So if you don't have 13 pages, just make the mathematical calculation relatively where it will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's it. You got it. Isha Shot So she only got married civilly. The Lohayu Shomri Tori, you and and there were no there were no from people around. You'll see why that's important. So Hine. Now he starts telling the story. Civil marriage. Two months she lived with no Jews. The husband left her and she was living alone for three and a half years. The husband comes back and they live for five years in a place that had Jews, meaning there were 
very few religious people. They didn't have any much contact with any of those people. You'll see why all of this is important as the story unfolds, although not every element is really critical because some of the elements don't really matter. And we'll see in the other shuvas that we, 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 we're, we can cut out a lot of the elements. But Ramesh is telling the real story. This is the whole story. Okay. So, so they live now for five years where there are a few Jews, but they didn't have much contact with them. He left her and they lived for a half, and she lived alone for a half a year. She lived in a place where there's no, nobody knows anything about Judaism. Even if they might have been Jews, they don't know anything about Judaism. Again, you can imagine they lived in all kinds of, you know, far off cities with no Jews or no knowledgeable Jews. Okay. The Acharkach Doru be Los Angeles, Bishkuna Sheyesham Shomrei Torah, Shmona Shanim be Arba Mekomot, Shana be Mokom Echad, Be Shanim be Mokom Sheni, Be Shanim be Mokom Shlishi, Gimel Shanim be Mokom Revi'i. So they moved around in Los Angeles. Ubechol Shana Haya Ozev Otag, Al Meshech Zman, but each time the husband used to leave her and then come back. The Ataze Shana Shazav Otav, the Lo Nishmami Menu. Finally, he left and he's been gone and nobody heard from him. Okay. And now, in the year that he was gone, she became a balas tshuva. Okay. So they were married civilly, the back and forth, living in all kinds of places, places with no Jews, places with, with Jews who don't know anything. And now for four years, they're living in Los Angeles in various places that have from Jews. And the husband's gone for a year, and now she becomes a balas tshuva. The EF Sharla see get me bala. In yesh li smoch lahatira alma shalonit kachame olam. She never had chuba v'kedusha. There was never a, an orthodox marriage ceremony. Okay, there was no marriage ceremony. And I will see in one of the shuvas, it's going to be what about a reform marriage ceremony. Here there was no marriage ceremony. So well, what's the be- issue? So what's, why is there even an issue here? Because as we're, we're going to see, since they were living together as husband and wife in a religious uh, place, so there were, were religious Jews that saw them living together as husband and wife, and we're going to see where that opens the door for the possibility that their intimate relations will be a marriage, because Aisha Nikneis, the first mission in Meseches Kedushin, Aisha Nikneis b'shlosha drachim b'kesef b'shtar u'bebiya, and even though there was a din in the Gemara already that a person who was mekadesh bebiya gets malkos, but the Kedushin bebiya is, is one of the ways to make Kedushin. And therefore the question is going to be whether the fact that we have Adam, so to speak, that assumed that there was bia for sure, and they were living as a husband and wife, does that open the door for us to say that they are halachically married, in which case she's going to need a get? So let's see the next pe- couple of paragraphs of Ramosha before we open up the Gemaras that focus on the issues. Rabbi Kowalski, just, I, yes. I, I don't need an answer to the question just, just yet, but you know, to consider to, to, one thing to take under consideration when we're looking for the different factors is why should the fact that they lived in, in, in Jewish communities be a condition to, to, to create the Havamino? Why isn't it enough that a, a Jewish man and a, a Jewish wife, they got married in a civil ceremony and they lived in, uh, in India for 15 years and no Jews knew that they were Jewish even and they didn't lead a Jewish life. 
but they let a married life. I and mean, what, what, what's the core? Why is the, why is the condition of community so important to, to create the harmony? The answer there is very obvious. I'll throw it back out to the Tzibur. Somebody should easily be able to answer Pinchas's question. Adus, Adus, these people are made that this was a married couple. You had two people who lived together with no Adim. One of the things we're going to see in one of the Chuvas is that if two people, a man gives a woman Kesef Kedush and Ariad Mikudeshetli, even if there's only one aid, she's not married. Nothing happened. You need two kosher Adim. That's going to be the whole Yesod of the conservative and reform weddings. But is, is, is the aid have to be a physical living in the community? I mean, if but there every, has if, to be, wait, just, I'll, I'll, right now, I'm not going into all the details. I'm only answering Pinchas's question. If they live for 15 years in India with no Jews, there are no Adim about anything that has anything to do with Kedusha. Right. Even that's if they're... I, no, what if there is already? That's No, no, no. That's, gonna, that's what we're going to see. You see, obviously, one of the issues is the fact that they live for five years in Los Angeles around from people. And now from people know that they were living at husband and wife. Does that accomplish anything? Says Ramosha, let's go inside. But, but the from people know... David, New York, David, and they're aware of the David, David, can we not jump the gun and okay. not use not use our belly button, our voice swaras and see the sources? Are you okay with that? Well, let's just hold off. Let's see. Again, the, I just answered Pinchas's question because it's critical. With no kosher aidim, nothing happens. That's for sure. And that's why in a community of, of Torah Jews, so now we may have kosher aid. Hine. So they may not have had an, an, an interaction with them, but there were people living in the community, Torah Jews, who knew that they're married. Whatever it is. Meaning that they lived as husband and wife with Jews observing the fact that they were living as husband and wife. Okay? And then, the Gamachakach Dorable Los Angeles, Ezezman, Bishunat, Sheye Shomri Torah. Even though he was leaving her all the time, meaning there were people in the community that knows that this is a husband. They are living as husband and wife. Since it's an unusual thing, people pay attention. People are paying attention that this guy is leaving and coming back. He's obviously coming back to his wife. Again, we're not going to go into that Gemara, but he's just showing that when they, the fact that she, that the husband is going back and forth, so everybody knows that this is a husband who leaves and comes back. Okay, meaning if the people who knew this were kosher witnesses, mitzvah observing Jews, 
הייתה צריכה גט מטעם חזקה, and here we get to the first principle, אין אדם בו אל בעילה זנוס, we'll see that inside in the Gemara, אין אדם עושה בעילה בעילה זנוס, a person, the assumption is, in the Gemara, and we'll see whether that still plays out today, but the Gemara is explicit, <coughs> that when a person has relations with, his, with a woman, the presumption is he's not doing it promiscuously, but he's doing it marriage, marriagely. And therefore, nigmaru ubalu l'shem kedushin. So their intimate relations must have been l'shem kedushin, because the only options we have are that a person is having relations promiscuously or marriagely. And since they were living together as husband and wife, they had a, a civil marriage, and they're clearly husband and wife, and she's, she has his last name, the assumption is that, that their intimate relations are not promiscuous, but they are in the framework of marriage. And therefore, So the first thing Ramosha says is the ideal, there should be a get. Why? Because since they are living together as husband and wife, the assumption is that their intimate relations were not done promiscuously, but they were done in the context of marriage. So I have two witnesses that a man and a woman lived together, L'Shem Kedushin, and that's one of the three ways that a woman can be halachically married. That's step one. But what about in Ef Shalahasiget? The Aguna, here we're going to open the door for Moshe's famous approach to all of this. We will see this rivash. We're going to see it inside later. Not today, uh, but it's one of the sources that I sent you. If you have people that they are assumed, they have no, they, they violate, they have no shaykhs to mitzvah observance. To them, Torah is hefker. Then, they don't have a chazaka, and therefore, he that all of their intimate relations, I could say, and this is the Rivash's big chiddish, that since they have no interest in Torah, the whole idea of is because promiscuous relations is a prohibition. It's a Torah prohibition. It's a rabbinic prohibition. So the assumption, assumption is that a Torah observant Jew won't do that. But a non-Torah observant Jew who doesn't keep anything else, why wouldn't they also have relations promisc- promiscuously? Again, let's not, don't reach any conclusions. Let's just see. We're going to go back and see all the sources. Okay. okay. Just one question. The Rishon, right? Yes. The Kvar Bi'arti Achas. We will see that Shuva also. Shem that the question is whether the Rivash was a Das Yachid, and Rabbi said, but I think the Allah is like the Rivash, or in fact, everybody agrees with the Rivash, and it's Pashat like the Rivash. We'll see, we're going to see all this inside. Okay? Again, this is already a, uh, the, the Rivash had a, had a unique situation, and he's alluding to it. So I'm going to skip here a few lines. Um, let's get, you know what? Let's go skip a few lines of the Rivash. 
go to Aval B'Mufkarin on the next page. Because the, the, what the Ramosha writes here won't make any sense until we see the Rivash. Aval B'Mufkarin Lavor Al Kol Isure HaTorah. They violate everything. The Noagin Kenachrim, their lifestyle is not Jewish lifestyle, meaning no mitzvah observance. So then, Vadai Mufkarin Lishes Nus Shal Kol so then they're not going to be careful about any of the of the of the um, intimate relations restrictions. And they have no problem with promiscuous relations any more than marriage relations. And therefore, meaning they certainly don't think they're certainly not careful about not having relations with an unmarried woman. So basically, the woman, remember, when they had a civil marriage at this point, the woman has a status of a single woman. And now we have a man having relations with a single woman. So in a Torah system, we say, the person wouldn't want relations with a single woman to be promiscuous. Therefore, he probably did it. But somebody who has no, no hesitation about all these violations. So they have relations with a single woman with no intention of marriage. Wait, but wait a second. Wait, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm cutting you off because all of the questions that you're asking are going to come up. Okay, so let's just get through the source and then we'll get to the source. All of your questions are going to be covered inside. Okay. I'm on the top of page of uh, the top of the next page. Okay. I'm sorry. Second, second. I lost the place. Okay, and then he brings in other sources, right, from Rav Henkin that Rav Henkin requires a get midin, okay? And he, Rav Henkin, rejected the rivash. But Rav Moshe argues on Rav Henkin and holds that the rivash is the halacha. So there was a machlokas between Rav Henkin and Rav Moshe on this question. V'lachein, l'maysa yishtarel limtso ha-baal v'lasig mimenu get. V'im i'efshar l'hasig gam me'abal yesh latira le'alma below get. Okay? Aval. Okay, just ask a technical question. What's the Rosh Hashanah's tough rate? It's a, it's a, it's a, like it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an abbreviation for you know Rashkabak Ketav Rav Hakotev. It's a, it's a, it's an abbreviation for a, uh, for a, ti- a COVID title. Okay, it is, he's referring to him in second person, third person instead of second person. Okay, Imlo Tikabel Aisha Lelishmor Halchos Nida see he's saying another point why does she what does she want she does she wants to get married without a get that's the whole point so Ramosh is saying we're not going to let her get married without a get if she's not committing to Hilchas Nida because if we as he's saying really Alpidin, we can let her get married without a get this is a big a whole big another sugya right so are you allowed to be Masada Kedushin for somebody who who you know for sure is not going to be going to going to going to keep Hilchas Nida, so right now she has no husband and she wouldn't get married. So here's the point: she won't get married if we don't let her, because she's viewing. She thinks she's a married woman. She can't get married without a get. So we shouldn't tell her you can get married without a get unless we know she's going to keep Hilchas Nida. That's what it means. This is a peripheral a a, um, a peripheral issue. Okay. Anyway, he's saying an interesting thing. Okay, so this was the this was the opening salvo. 
And now we're going to start with Meseches Gitin. Okay, so we want to start with Meseches Gitin. We're going to see some of these sources. There are really two issues at play here. We've seen but we're going to see that there's a second issue at work. Okay? Because you realize one of the things we need to do is we need to consider the neighbors, the Frum neighbors. We need Adim. We need Adim that what? We need Adim that they lived, that they had marital relations, uh, that they had marital relations. Then we can activate the assumption that if we can activate it. How do we know they had marital relations just because they were living in the house together? So that's going to be another issue. There's two issues here. So let's see the Mishnah on Pei Aleph Amud Aleph. It looks like a very, it's a peripheral sugya, but, it, but the, the principle is very applicable. Gitin. Gitin Pei Aleph Amud Aleph. That's the first step. Bottom of the page. Right. Mishnah at the bottom of the page. Okay. So, Hamigaresh es Ishto. A guy divorced his wife. And then, Lona Imo Bepundak. And then they took a room in a motel together. Okay? So, do, they, do we say that that's a new Maisa Kedushin or not? Beishamai Omrim Enat Sricha Himenu Get Shani. And the Gemara will explain why you might need a second get. Okay? And then it says in the Mishnah, When do I say that there is a machlokes? Meaning, remember, in those days there was Arison, and they didn't live together after Arison. They were not allowed to live together till after the Nisuit. And there was usually a year break between the Arison and the Nisuin. But there's such a con- but she's 100% Aishas Ish after the Arison. And therefore, if she wants to marry somebody else, she needs a get, 100% get. So the guy did Arison. And then he was Megarish her. And then they lived together. And then they, and then they, they, they had a night together in a, in a motel room. Okay, or they, a night together in a motel. Not sure if it was the same room or not. Assumption is the same room. So then... Then, um, if it's minhan, if everything we said now is minhan nesuin, then we have a machlokas. But umodim in his garshim in a erisin sheinat tzricha himenu get sheini. Everybody, even base hill, base shamai, even base hillel, who says she needs a second get because we're worried that the night that they spent together is a kedush, a, a new kedushin. That's only post nesuin. But if there was only Arison, and then he was Megarisher, and then they had the night together in a room, is a concept where they're not familiar with each other. Okay? And sometimes that plays in one direction, and sometimes it plays in another direction. In this case, after divorce, I mean, let, let me tell you where, where Ein Libo Gaspa plays a role to keep them apart. When we have a chupas nida, okay, a chupas nida, so we don't allow the chasen and kala to be alone. We have They can't have yichud, because since they've never had relations, we are worried that the husband and wife will not be able to stay apart, and she's not allowed, and they're not allowed to have relations. So that's called ein libo gasba, 
and he may not be able to hold back. Whereas everybody knows that once you're married and your wife is a nida, there's no isayichun. That's called kazlibo gaspa. You're familiar with her, and therefore you're allowed to, to stay. But here it works the opposite direction. Because it's ain libo gaspa, he's never had relations with her. They're not going to have the first relations after a get. Remember, there was a get here. They never lived together, and he was Megarisher. So we're assuming that there's no, there's no worry that they had relations if they slept, if they, had, if they were together alone. That's the mission. Okay, again, I don't want to get too sidetracked. Not too sidetracked. Says the Gemara. So remember, we have a machlokas post the suin, machlokas post the suin, where they were in the room together. Beis Hillel holds she needs a new get, and Beis Shammai holds she does not need a new get. There's no shash that they slept together and there's new marriage. Says Rabbi Yechanan, machlokas b'shara'uha shenivala, meaning they know they had relations. Then there's a machlokas. We know they had relations. Why, why should that, why does that activate the machlokas? Since they were divorced, the assumption is, is that it was marriage out of, it was, it was intimacy out of marriage. He, you know, he couldn't resist, couldn't hold back. He slept with her, but there was no intention of marriage. That's what it means. Adam means that it was promiscuous rather than marriage oriented. And Beishamai holds, and Beishilo holds, and therefore we have to, therefore we assume that there was a marriage intent, and therefore there's a remarriage through the Bia, and, he, and she needs a new get. So the Machlokas is going to be whether we assume, this is when we know there was Bia, we're just not sure what the intention of the Bia was. Was the Bia Lashem Kedushin, or was the Bia not Lashem Kedushin? That's the Machlokas. But continues the Gemara, all they saw was there was Yichud, but they have no idea what happened in that room. Again, don't ask me technically, how do we know there was Nivel or not? That's a whole other question. How do we ever execute people for adultery, etc.? Leave that question as a technical problem that we're not going to solve. But the assumption is they don't know whether they had relations. All they know is that they had Yichud. Everybody agrees that if they don't know for sure they had relations, all they know is that there was Yichud, then everybody agrees they do not need a get. Says the Gemara, Tanan, Umodim b'niz garsha minai erisin, she'ena tzrichei menu get sheni, she'en libo gasba. So remember, the scenario has to be the same. The only thing that's allowed to be different is whether it was minai erisin or minai nesuit. So it says minai erisin, Everybody agrees you don't need to get because they need Bogaspa. Frank the Gemara, if you know that they had relations, well, so then what do you mean, you know they had relations? The whole argument why is that she doesn't need to get is because we assume they didn't have relations. But if Raush and Nivala, you know they had relations. So it's a raya that the Gemara, that the Mishnah must be talking. Where they didn't have, where we don't know that they had relations. All we know is they were Zichur. And Rabbi Yechanan the Amarki Haitana. So when Rabbi Yechanan said, remember, what did Rabbi Yechanan say? Rabbi Yechanan said, Machlokas Bisharu Oa Shenivala. Aval, right? 
but he's talking like this. If we're going to modify the Mishnah, we're going to modify it differently. You want to limit the Mishnah. The Mishnah's machlokus is only when we don't know whether they had relations. Um, right. There's no, there's no machlokus there. When Lola Rauh Nivala, there's no, everybody agrees she doesn't need a new get. Right? But the Mishnah has to be talking the Lora Ushanivala. So the Mishnah has to be Lora Ushanivala. And then I can have a difference between Erison and Nisuin. If it's Lora Ushanivala, I don't know whether they had Bia. And so Erison, I assume not. And Minanisuin, I have a Machlokas. The my pligi, the Ike Ede Yichud, the Leke Ede Bia. So I have Edem on the Yichud. Beishamai Savri, you know why you don't need a new get? Because I'm low Amrinan, Hein Hein Ede Yichud, Hein Hein Ede Bia. I don't assume that just because they had Yichud, which I have Edem on, that those Edem can also function as Ede Bia. And Beishilil Savri, Amrinan, Hein Hein Ede Yichud, Hein Hein Ede Bia. If you have Edom on, on Yichud, they are equal to Edom on Bia when there's Nesuin. Umodim in his Garshim in Ayerusun, Shein Nesuchim in a get. Sheini, the Kivan, the Ein Libo Gasba, Lo Amrin and Hein Hein Ede Bia. So we have here two issues that have just now interfaced. We have an assumption of Ein Aram Osa Bi Iloso Bilaznus, that when a man sleeps with an unmarried woman, the assumption is he's not doing it promiscuously. He's doing it l'shem kedushin. And that's a machlokis beisil beishamai, whether we say that or not. And then there's another machlokis beisil beishamai, whether when I have Ede yichud, do I assume those are also Ede bia when he's libogasba? But if it's ain't libogasba, Ede yichud alone is not enough. You need actual Ede bia. I hope you guys are realize now how this is all going to play into our questions. We have Adim for Yichud. They were living in the same house. We don't have any Adabiyah. We only have Adayichud. Okay, but according to Beis Hillel, who we Paskin like, so Then I have to activate another assumption of since since hein hein ede yichud, hein hein ede bia, I'm assuming they had relations. Now I got to decide was the relations l'shem kedushin or l'shem znus. This is this is it. Let's let's stop here and open up the rosh. Again, I want to give you the first hand. We're going to have the first hand sources that everything's going to be based on. So the rosh is the end of Perik Shmini, Simon Yud Gimel. Rosh, Perak Shmini, Simon Yud Gimel. So he quotes the Mishnah, and I'm not going to quote the Mishnah. Um, I'm sorry. On page Kuftet of the old style Gemaras. Right. I just want to see if I have to read, we have, if there's anything added in the Mishnah, or we can go right to the Gemara. Um, 
Yeah, we don't need them yet because the, the rush brings the next Mishnah too. So open. So we're actually, yeah. So we want where the Gemara starts um, in Simon Yud Gimel, where it's the parentheses is Daf Pei Aleph Amud Beis Gemara Masnisin. Okay, Gemara. So everybody see where I am in the middle. It's in the about a third of the way into Simon Yud Gimel. This is the last rosh in the eighth parak of of uh, Gitin. Masnisin. We have no Adam on, on uh, the scenario of the Mishnah where we're not sure whether she needs another get or not is when we have no Adam on Nivala. But the Ike Eri Yichud, the Leke Eri Bia Pligi. So I have Eri Yichud and I don't have Eri Bia. And that's the Machlokas Beshamai and Besila. Beshamai Savre, everybody following me inside because the Rosh is going to add some important things here. Beishamai savre lo amrin and hein hein edi yichud hein hein edi bia. Just because I have edi yichud doesn't automatically translate into edi bia. Beisilo savre amrin and hein hein edi yichud hein hein edi bia. Umodim shimnis garsha mina erisin the lo amrin and hein hein edi yichud hein hein edi bia. Why? Dein libo gasbo. Okay. Aval imraua shenivol. If there's actual Adam of the Bia, then Bain bin Eris and Bain Nisuin, Srika Hemenu get the Ain Aram Oseb Iloso Bilaznus, Ubal Lishem Kedushin. So that's the second Lashon in the Gemara, that there's no Machlokas about Aram Oseb Iloso Bilaznus. Everybody agrees Ain Aram Oseb Iloso Bilaznus. Machlokas is whether the Eide Bia are the Eide Kedushin. Okay? So the Rosh is saying, pretty much, the Rosh wants to say consensus, Ain Aram Oseb Iloso Bilaznus. Umistaber says the Rosh. Now this is the Rosh. Till now it's basically summarizing the Gemara. And now we have the Rosh. Umistaber, dafka begrushoso mina erusin. Kivan shikvar haiso arusoso. Omer nitchartu ala gerushin. The chazar ubo ala shen kedushin. He's saying, Enadam osabilosa bilas nus, ironically, is when there was erusin. And he divorced her in Irisin. And then he slept with her. What's going on? The assumption is he must have had harata on the Gerishin. You know, what, how, what was I stupid? I, I never should have divorced her. I really do want to marry her. And therefore the assumption is that the Bia was L'Shem Kedusha. Avalim ro edin. Sheboal isha de'alma. See, he's coming to limit the, up, the application of Eid Aram Osa Bi'ilosa Bi'laznus. He's saying we've got to apply the context. If a guy stam is sleeping with a single woman, no, can I, sleeps with a single woman in front of two people. Isha de alma ain't choshish in the kedushin. The alma Rabbi Elazar pano yabo ala penuya. I saw a zona the low amrin and bolish in kedushin. Mean again, I don't want to go into the technical means of what it means. I saw zona. It means she's possible lakuna, but the idea is that we don't say. When a guy, when a, when a single, when a guy sleeps with a single woman, stam, we don't assume Why would we say such a thing? We assume that he's doing premarital sex. We never say that when there's when you when Adam know that a, 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 a guy and a girl had premarital relations that it was must have been l'shem kedusha because and again, this is already in the time of the Rosh, today for sure, okay? 
Vechein nosei adam anusas aviv umefutas aviv. He's bringing you a proof of the limitation of ein adam osebi lasebi lasnus. Because there's a din, you know that a person is not allowed to marry his father's wife. All right. Not only is he not allowed to marry his mother, who's married to his father, but he's not allowed to marry his mother's wife, meaning a guy has a son and then he has a second marriage. So there's no blood relation between that woman <coughs> and the guy. It's his step- stepmother. So there's an Isra de Oraisa of Aishas Aviv. Aishas Aviv is an Isra de Oraisa. Okay? Again, it's, it's, it's not a, there's no blood relation. What happens if the father has an affair with a single woman. He didn't marry the single woman. He either raped her or he had an affair with her. Is the son prohibited from having from marrying that woman? The answer is no. That's called anusas aviv and, and, and uh, uh, mefutas aviv. So says the Rosh, wait a minute. If ain't Adam osabilas obilas nus, and he had a relations with a single woman, why don't we say that that woman is, autom- is, is, by, is by definition Aishas Aviv? Because So we see clearly the fact that there is a, defi- a concept called Anusas Aviv, Mefutas uh, Aviv, uh, means that we don't unilaterally, um, uh, uh, globally, apply that every time a man and a, and a single woman have relations, it's got to be L'Shem Kedusha. There's no chashash. Remember, maybe he was born the same condition, so you at least have to have a chashash that the woman is married to the father. And we say, no, no, not at all. Okay? The chain kosava rambam, perik yud kedushin. We're going to see this rambam next time. I don't want to see it this time. I don't want to get sidetracked. We will open up the rambam. But again, this is an important assumption that just because a man has relations with a woman, we don't assume it was L'Shem Kedushin, even though we have a rule of So we're going to have to figure out how we apply it and how we don't apply it. When do we apply and when do we not apply it? It's clear that there are cases that we don't apply it. Okay? All right. That's what we needed from Meseches Kitin. Meseches Subas is a little more complicated. Okay, we're going to be skipping around. But let's open up Mesechus Ksubis, if you will. We're going to start with Daf Ayin Beis Amud Beis. All right, we're in Ksubis Daf Ayin Beis Amud Beis, a Mishnah just a little bit below the center of the page, just before the lines get wide. Okay, Ksubis Ayin Beis Amud Beis. Again, it's going to. We're going to bring in a lot of. Uh, um, peripheral issues, but we're going to try, we'll try to stay focused on what's important for us. But there's a lot of interesting things that we'll see along the way. Let me know when everybody has the Gomorrah so I can get started. I'm ready. Okay. David, you're, you got it? David? Got it. Ready. Okay. John. Okay. Man, he man marries a woman, conditional that you have no vows. You know, you haven't prohibited yourself from meat. You haven't prohibited yourself from shot. You have no nadari. The nimtsu al nadari. And it turns out that she misled him. Eina mikudeshes. Since the kedushin was al tnai of ein law, uh, of ein law nadarim, and there were nadarim, so the marriage is aborted. It's a mekachtos. No marriage. When it says eina mikudeshes means no marriage, no get, no ksuba. 
but kinsa stam v'nimtza aleha nedarim. What happens if he didn't make any conditions, right? Or at the time, or maybe at the time of the, I sorry, maybe at the time of the Arison, okay. Again, is this a new case or is this a continuation of the old case? Says Rashi, You realize it's ambiguous. When it says Kinsistam, does it mean he made Arison al shame al tanai? But when he when he had Nisuin with her, he didn't make any. He didn't say anything. He didn't. Re, he didn't revisit the tanai. Or is this a whole new case? But whatever it is, it says. Meaning the Kedushan is Chal, but he can divorce her without a Ksuba because the assumption is that that's something that a person doesn't want. So you can't annul the Kedushan because of it, but you certainly can get him off the hook monetarily. Now, what about Almanat She'en Bamumin? The Nimtsu Bamumin Enem Kudeshas? Kinsistam, the Nimtsu Bamumin, Tetzishalob Ksuba. Call him. Okay, so basically, the Mumin and Nindarim are considered defects. If he makes a condition, it annuls the marriage. If he doesn't make a condition, it's bad enough that he's out, that it's grounds for divorce without a suit. Okay, skip down now to the bottom of the page. That's the mission. Go to the bottom of the page, second line from the bottom, itma. Okay. Kitsha al-Tanai, the kinsastam, Okay, so they're having here a machlokas where this is clearly the same case. In other words, he was mekadesh al tanai, any tanai, but he didn't revisit the tanai when he made the nisuin, when he slept with it. When he had nisuin, means he brought her into the house and they had beer. That's nisuin. So Rav says the fact that he didn't revisit the Tznai at the time of the Bia means she's married and you need a get. Shmuel Amar ain't a get. Amar Abaya. Lo tema tema de Rav kivin shikin sestam achulei achlei litznai. The default understanding, of course, of Rav is that if you that if you um, made you you did Erisin al Tznai. And then you were machlis stam, so you must you, you must have foregone your demand for the tanai, and you were mochel the tanai. Says the Gemara, no, that is not correct. Lo, Rashi lo tema kasavarava chule litnae viksuba boy lemesav law imagarsha. Remember, if he was mochel the tanai at the time of the bia, so then they're a hundred percent married, and if he divorces, he's got to give her a ksuba because basically he was mochel the tanai. So says the Gemara, low time at time of the Rav, Kivin Shikin Sistama Chuleach Litznai. So then, what is the reason of Rav? At time of the Rav, Lefisha Enaram Osa Biloso Bilaznus, says Rashi, time of the Rav, Leinian Get, the Kasavar Enaram Osa Biloso Bilaznus, Uboa Lashem Kedusha. So the Bio is Lashem Kedusha, and therefore they're married, and she can't get out without a get. Right? The, the tanai was violated. Aval, the Indian mamona. But what about the monetary responsibilities, i.e., the chi of ksuba? So we have here a, a, a hybrid. He, he was, he, the Arison was al tanai, 
No, no Nadari. So if, if again, if, if that stands, then if there were Nadari, the whole, everything's off. Everything is off. Let's say like this. He, he did Averson, uh, tonight there's no Nadari. And before Nisun, they found out that there's Nadari. So the marriage is annulled. There's an old marriage. There's no get, there's no ksuba, there's no nothing. But that's not what happened. He did the Arison al tonight. And then he was Boa. If we assume Eraram Boa Bilas Nus, so the Bia was Lashem Kedushin. But the Bia being Lashem Kedushin doesn't in any way mitigate against his demand that there not be Nadarin. <clears throat> and therefore, the tznai is not nimchal. And if later we find out that there was a violation of the tznai, that has monetary consequences, i.e., he doesn't have to pay the ksub. This is how we're understanding Rav now. I'm going to stop here in case there are any questions. Yeah, can you can you just say that last summary over again? Yes. I got lost in the middle. Okay, so it's like this. The man did Arison al tznai. Okay? If we find out before Nisuin that the tznai was violated, then the marriage is annulled. That's clear? You don't need a get. No get. But we didn't find out that the Tanai was violated until after Nisuin, meaning after Bia. So now I say the following. I put, the, I put two separate elements together. The Bia made real unadulterated Kedushin. Right. Because So right. he was Boel Hashem marriage, 100%. But there's no indication that he forgo, that he was for, that he forwent the, the, the Tanai, that he doesn't want a woman with Nadarim. So if he finds out he has a the woman with Nadarim that he's now married to, because he did Anadamos, so he can divorce her without a ksub. Okay. Do you understand the, the way the pieces are put together? Okay. Well, the ksuba is a economic benefit and because she violated the Tanayah of the Nadarim, so she cannot get an his, he is allowed to say that the monetary commitment was taken under false pretenses. Right. Now, in theory, remember, in theory, we could have said that the marriage itself was under false pretenses and she shouldn't need a get. And that's what we will say before the Bia. If we find out that the Arison was under false pretenses, then the marriage is annulled. And in fact, the default was that if the if the Nisun was under false pretenses, it should also be annulled. But that's the Kiddush of this Gemara, is that since Eraram Osabilasobilaznus, so you can't say that the Bia that the that the Kedushin is annulled, because the Kedushin was done. Your alternative is that it's either going to be Bilaznus or, or Bilas Kedushin. Eraram Osabilas Bilaznus, so it's Kedushin. So the marriage works but that in no way mitigates against the financial commitment of the tsuba that was done under false pretenses. But, but wait a second. What happens if you remove from that equation the, the, the um, principle Bilat Znus? Let's say they, they go they go into the Yichud room and the husband says to the wife, you know, really, I'm, I'm, I'm still don't feel comfortable about this whole thing about the Nadarim. And she admits to him, that there are no darim, and they never consummate the marriage. Of course, it's all that. That's that. So that, of course. So then, the whole, then it's she doesn't need. She doesn't need to get. Doesn't need to get. Of course not. Even though they did chupa kiddushin. No, the the chupa is not the. the it's the einor amosa bilosa bilaznus that makes that locks in the marriage unconditionally. Because even though there was a, even though there was a chupa with eighty, et cetera, et cetera, 
that again, you have to, if you know for sure, again, it could be that we won't believe that there wasn't Bia, but if you know for sure there wasn't Bia, and he calls it off before the Bia, then you have no rule of and the whole thing is a Mechachthos. Let's see that in Rashi. I want you to see that in Rashi again. Now that you asked it and, and it was confusing, I want you to see it in Rashi. Time of the Rav, I'm sorry, let's see the Lotema. The Lotema is your default understanding. Your default understanding of Rav is, your default understanding of Rav is that you know why Rav says she needs a get? <clears throat> because if he was Machnis or Stam, there's an assumption he was Mochel on the Tznai. The fact that he didn't mention the Tznai when he was Machniser, there was Mechila on the Tznai, and therefore 100% marriage, and she needs Aksuba. She gets Aksuba because there was Mechila on the Tznai. Says, says Abaye, no, 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 that's not correct. That's not why she needs a get. It's not because there was Mechila on the Tznai. Because if there was Mechila on the Tanai, she needs a get and she gets a ksub. But Abaya says that's not the reason for Rav. Ella, what's the reason? Time in the Rav, says Rashi, what's the difference? Time in the Rav, get the Kasover and All Rav said is, get. Don't think that that has any implication to the ksuba, because the get is not, you need a get because. Because if it's the same condition with no conditions, but there's no mechila on the condition, and therefore leinian mamona, i.e., the ksuba, it's not a koi. He's still the knai is still is in, is still in place monetarily. That that condition allows him to divorce her without a ksuba. That's rav. <coughs> continues the Gemara. And, and what is Shmuel? So what must Shmuel hold? Ain't it men who get? What must Shmuel hold? What must Shmuel hold if ain't if ain't men who get? There's no other way to understand Shmuel except Adam is that Adam and he had he lived with her. But he lived with her with without foregoing the condition. He didn't. He wasn't mochel the condition, and adam osabilasabilaznus, meaning he didn't do it l'shem kedushin. He did it l'shem the erisin. We're gonna we're gonna have a, a an idea here. Is that when he did the bia, he did it on the assumption of the erisin, but there was false pretenses. So therefore, he didn't do he didn't do bia l'shem kedushin because it was false pretenses. So now says the Gemara. So we have a machlokas Rav and Shmuel about whether or not. This machlokas about whether or not has already been argued somewhere else. The Itmar Kitana Shalom So everybody knows the system of Miyun. If a, if, a, if a girl below 12 becomes an orphan, and normally only the father is is um, is empowered to accept kedushin for his daughter below twelve, and if he accepts kedushin, she's a one hundred percent ish. And if she's below twelve, there cannot be kedushin de oraita till she grows up to be twelve. But the chachamim instituted a rabbinic system. They didn't want the young girls to be hefker; they can't get married, so they empowered the mother or the brother to be Makabal Kedushin for the girl 
below 12, rabbinic Kedushin, and they gave the girl the power when she's 12 to do miyun, to say, I'm not interested in this marriage because now she has das, and she can say, I don't want the marriage. And if that's called miyun, and the marriage is annulled retroactively, and she doesn't need any get. Okay? But she has to do that immediately. What happens if she lives with the guy for a couple of weeks and then says, I don't want the guy. So it's too late. Says the Gemara. Ketana shalomiana. Says Rashi. Ketana yesoma shalomiana bikatnusa. Meaning she didn't refuse the marriage <clears throat> before she became an adult. The higdila. Actually, the more accurate words which describes is she didn't know the marriage when she became a bagira at that moment. No. So well, it what, says, she, apparently, she has the right to do miyun up to and including the moment she becomes a gadol. So even, even before, even before, even before she becomes a gadola? Apparently so. Apparently she has the right to refuse the marriage. Yes. That's, a, again, I don't want to go into the Hilfus miyun. Apparently, right. yes. But, right. wait, wait, wait. But if she grows up, she turns 12. And she doesn't live with, and she does no no marital relations with the guy for two weeks. And after two weeks, she says, "I don't want it." That's miun. That's fine. Oh, that is okay. That's miun. She's a lot. She, yeah. It can't be the second. We can't stand there with a stopwatch and say, because, "Okay, you didn't do miun for the first thirty seconds. You're stuck with the guy." No, no, because she didn't consummate the marriage. That's exactly, right. exactly. So, but she was higdila uboaleha. After she was higdila, the husband and, and they had marital relations. And then and then she did Miun, and then she was Makabal Kedushin from another guy. Right. Everybody got the picture. She was she was a, a Kedushik Tana. She was Higdila. She only did Miun after they had after they slept together. And then she was Makabal Kedushin from the second guy. Right. So what do you guys think? What's the status of that second marriage? It's 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 nothing. It's nothing. It's, Marriage is nothing. Once she was uh, adult and she slept with the husband before meal, and the meal after that is is worthless. So again, Rav Amar Ein Get Misheni. Okay, I think everybody understands why. Says Rashi Ein Sricha Get Misheni, the Chigadla Bo Aleha L'Shem Kedushin. See, we have a problem here. We're assuming that he had relations with her already as a katana, because she's it's his wife, right? The, the, the brother, the mother of the brother married her, married her off, and they had chupa v'kedushin as a katana. So he's been sleeping with her, and now he slept with her again after she became a gadola. Well. If he would assume that the that she's a 100% wife of his, and then he had Kedushin, and then he had and then he had Bia with her. What was that? What was the intent of that Bia? Was there any any uh, marriage intent to that Bia? Or that was just Bia? That had Bia. There was no there was no intention that that Bia should be a Bia's Kedushin to be Kona the woman. Why not? Because he's already married to her. So says says Rob, no, no, no. The guy knows that till now he hasn't really been married to her. And therefore, the first Bia is L'Shem Kedushin. 
So the first B is L'shem Kedushin. I'm sorry, I got it backwards, according to Rav. And therefore, she's the the beer, the beer that he did. I'm sorry, I got it right. The beer that he did, the first beer after she became a gadola was done l'shem kedushin. Even though they've been having bia for a few years before, but the first bia after after the she she uh, after she grew up, he knows that that's l'shem kedushin because there's really been no kedushin till now. He knows that. Says Rashi, why does she need to get from the second guy? Not have, nothing. I mean, she's married to the first guy. Says Rashi, when the husband had Bia with her after she grew up, a person who is Boel, after there was a marriage, his intent is I'm having Bia as a continuation of the earlier marriage that I had. There's no new marriage. I'm, I'm being boel. I'll das the earlier marriage. The modish mul shasur l'sheni. The mishnah shleimi dein abbas mimayenis mishivish te saros get. So, but mia boy mine. Why? The amri rabbanu gedola lo mimayenis mida rabbanu. Rav saber de oraisehi mishum dechol boel mishetagdil l'shem kedushin boel. In other words, according to Shmuel, there is a rabbinic requirement. There's a rabbinic requirement that she has to that 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 there has to be a l'shem kedushin, and this wasn't l'shem kedushin. This was al das, the original kedushin. Okay, this is going to be a very important point because you realize that if a husband and a wife think that they're married, this is going to come into Rav Moshe's case. It's going to come into civil marriages. It's going to come into reform marriages. So if a husband, if a man and woman have been living together thinking that they're married. And then they move to a from neighborhood, and there and now there's we're going to assume eight yichud eight bia. So the from people see that they're living together as husband and wife. But if we have aldas aldas kedushin that they're doing it because they think they're married. Remember here the guy really wasn't married midioraisa, but he's doing the bia aldas his original marriage. So then we can't assume that he did it lache marriage. So we have this bifur- we have this middle ground. There's bias nus, and there's bias nisu bias kedushin, and there's a middle ground where it's not l'shem's nus, it's al das the first marriage, but the first marriage wasn't good. They were they were opening the door for the confusing things. Yes, Daniel, you have a question. We're going to stop here. They meant to be married. I'm sorry. That middle case or whatever that the problematic case call it the problematic case. They meant to be married. No, they thought they were married. But yeah, they thought. They thought. Okay. Well, that's going to be that's going to open the door. What are the, what are the consequences of that? Okay. So we have more Gemara in, in Ksubis. So next time we'll see Ksubis, and I'll say, and then because, from the Ramosha we're going to see. Um, I, I haven't. Just, I think maybe what we'll do is we'll go to see the Rivosh. We'll probably see the Rivosh inside before we even see the Shulchan Aruch, etc. Okay. I hope this is of interest to you guys. It's definitely yeah. um, it's great. Huge. It's, it's going to open up very interesting things. Again, it's not so much Lamaisa for us, but it gives a perspective on, on what's out there. And there's a big machlokas. Again, I mean, Rav Shlomo Zalman did not hold of Rav Moshe's heter in these kinds of cases. And Rehenkin did not hold of it. But many, many people rely on Rav Moshe. We're going to see. Okay. Have a good, uh, good, good Sunday, and uh, we'll see everybody on Wednesday. Bezrat Hashem. I'm sorry. Today's Wednesday.
my day jam because this was the first couple of the week. I thought it's done. Today's Wednesday. Have a great Shabbos. I'll see everybody on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Good job, Good Shabbos. Hold it.